Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. coming through good can you hear me okay yeah okay come on over uh we'll go to starbucks come on over okay then uh for lunch cracker barrel my treat (laughs) (laughs) no you treated last time brother one of these days soon god will i'm gonna come back and treat you and sister kathy yinnick some cracker barrel it's it's long over that what a pleasant (laughs) surprise my brother that would have been like i mean it'd be like you know, right below the second coming, the you know the rapture because the <laughs> total surprise. Shoot, honey, children. I mean, grandchildren, come here. Brother Shannon's at the door. I tell you what, you don't know how much I miss uh, Cracker Barrel Waffle House and uh, a cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, Waffle House! Man. I know. I'll just have to eat vicariously through you. So uh, next time you're eating some cornbread <laughs> biscuit, take a Omega Man. <laughs> Amen, brother. I, I'll tell you. I um, when I was in Asia, when I was in the Phil- in uh, Manila, well, actually Mindanao, island of Mindanao, ministering back in '95. I, uh, you know, they have McDonald's over there, as I'm sure Indonesia does. Sure. But uh, they have McDonald's, but it's not it's not the same hamburger meat. It's different, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and um, uh, so I was a little disappointed. I couldn't wait to get back to some of the basic stuff that we have of course you know i'm not eating hardly any mcdonald's these days with human meat and so forth so um but uh, i i know brother we we gotta we gotta get back to cracker barrel together before the rapture speaking of that before that happens so brother you gotta you gotta and, and i can't wait to meet jemima your oh, bride man. and your two other children i believe the lord is going to open that door that we're going to be able to come through and bring the crew uh, speaking of fast food, as we're getting started tonight, welcome aboard, folks. Uh, Pastor John Gogan <laughs> in the house. Invite a friend to tune in. Uh, Mama was out at a church meeting tonight, and uh, I was yeah. out 
at the mall, ran an errand, came back, and I realized I was going to be fending for myself for dinner. So I made a last-ditch stop at KFC. They've got one down here. In most of the world, they've got Kentucky Fried Chicken. But speaking of differences, you can go in there and still get your chicken. But uh, they don't have biscuit, coleslaw, no mashed potatoes, no baked beans. So what? They don't have any of that. So the only side you can get, really, of course, you get French fries. They have this thing called Perdeco, which is like a potato cake. And I'm like, huh. I want my biscuit, my coleslaw, <laughs> my green beans. Hook me up. <laughs> they don't have any of that. It's strange. There's some weird food over here. Um, shoot. They've got... Uh, you might get hot sauce on something. Uh, I mean, you know, good grief. Uh, at any rate. Well, folks, welcome back. We are live. Today is for the archive, Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Welcome aboard. I was thinking, Brother John, where has the year gone? It's going to get cold again soon, maybe. Yeah, I'm Fall telling coming. you. We've, we've had a marvelous summer. It's been baking in the Midwest. Uh, actually, white directly west of here it's um you know making record heat temperatures you know chicago detroit uh, all of this the central uh you know central united states uh midwest and the southwest and the west but uh the northeast has been spared uh and um and especially our area, it's been in the seventies all summer. Wow! Uh, we've had hardly, we've hardly had to use the air conditioning. It's been in the seventies. I mean, I, I woke up. Let's see. I was, you know, usually I'm usually up at, you know, running errands at five thirty and uh, five forty-five. You know, in Saturday it was uh, fifty-five degrees in the morning. Man, that's beautiful weather. And then stay. Cool oh, it's gorgeous. We've had a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> summer, and it's been it's been busy. But brother, um, the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, we're gonna have one. I'm put. I already put the order in for us that we have one in heaven, like right around the block from us. <laughs> uh, Jesus will be over there. He'll he'll have some cornbread biscuits with us too. Yes, he will. <laughs> he has good taste. We know it. Um, I hope he likes fried okra, because I love fried okra. (laughs) Well, you're talking to a southern boy. You know, I was born and raised in Georgia, so, yeah, I'll eat fried okra. Now, that's the only way I eat it, though. I don't like the slimy version, but give me fried okra. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, What about squash? Have you ever had fried squash or fried zucchini? I haven't had fried squash, and I don't believe, but I love all those. I love squash, love zucchini, love, you know, all the vegetables, except lima beans. You can have all my lima Ooh. beans for eternity. Oh, take the lima beans, and also do not give me any Brussels sprouts. Uh, I have, <laughs> you might have to do deliverance uh, on a mass deliverance and call out the spirit of trauma from Brussels sprouts. I used to be traumatized. My dad would torture me. And really? not let me leave the table until I ate my Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, Mom, don't make these, please. And she would make these Brussels sprouts with cheese sauce. And I wouldn't eat them until they would be cold. And then, of course, I had to eat them, so I would, like, gag. And, uh, man, I do not give me any Brussels sprouts. Never. I'm like, uh, what was Bush? He wouldn't eat broccoli or something? Yeah, broccoli was uh, the, 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 old, the older Bush, yeah. <laughs> I'll eat broccoli, no problem, but don't give me Brussels sprouts. I don't like, uh, what's it called, Li- uh, um, lima beans, but there's something else. Lina burger? Wait a minute. It'll come to me later. 
Uh, it's like these cubes, cubed vegetables. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I can't even think of the name. Now. No. It'll come to me later, but that will be also when you don't give me. But uh, praise the <laughs> Lord. <laughs> well, we can have fun here on Omega Man Radio. And with that, uh, we'll get started. Brother John, welcome back. Do you want to open us up in prayer? Uh, brother, I would be honored to, and it's um, it's a privilege to be back on with you after two weeks. And uh, let's pray. Amen. Let's pool our faith, ladies and gentlemen. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for this evening, depending upon where the listeners are when they hear this. And we just pray for each one. We pray your blessing. People are hurting out there. People are intrepid. People are wondering what is coming next. And Father, we understand that you're at the very command center of the universe. And that your son is at your right hand. Both of you co-reign in a co-regency. That's the way the word describes you. And Lord God, we just pray that you would bless each listener. Let them get the help that they seek after. Touch them in a special way. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are sent by, you were sent by the Father to do exactly what the messianic mission was. Revelation describes you as his Christ, his Messiah, he, his anointed one, above and beyond any human being and above and beyond any person in this created universe. We give you the honor, we give you the praise, we give you the glory. We lift you up. And we know that when we do that, you will draw all men and women unto yourself. And of course, it's through you that we get to the Father. So as you well said in John 14, So we just pray your blessings. We bind the strong man afresh over and within each of us. We bind every wicked demon from causing confusion, vexation, closing the truth of what is shared from your word. And we loosen to us the mind of Christ, power, love, and a sound mind. The seven spirits of Isaiah 11-2, wisdom, counsel, understanding, might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord, and the Spirit of the Lord. And we thank you for this day, this night. We thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. All of us are so immeasurably blessed with the hugest blessing being that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Bless our time. Bless us that we can bless you back. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we pray these things in the name of God the Son, the Son of the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. I say amen, and also amen for good memory recall. That vegetable is called rutabagas. Oh, yes! Rutabagas, put that on my uh, no-cook list, and also... Please don't give me any tuna casserole. I can't handle that. <laughs> tuna sandwich, yes, but not 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 tuna casserole. Just saying. Okay, I'm done. Back to you. <laughs> 
Yeah. And brother, do not, do not, you're from the South originally. Do not describe boiled okra and what it looks Ooh. like. Ooh. Ooh. And, and how it how it feels going down the back of your throat. Ooh, yes. <laughs> you need deliverance just after eating that. Yeah, we're going to have to stop the program and uh, throw up, and it won't be deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, praise God. I want to get into the Word, and uh, I want to look at uh, Matthew. So let's turn to the book of Matthew with the time remaining. Matthew chapter 8. Uh, actually, chapter let's be, pick it up at the beginning of chapter 9. I'd love to go through 8, but um, some other time in the future, in God's perfect timing, that's the story of the Gadarenes in Matthew. The Gadarene demoniacs, we know there are two. One is emphasized. Tremendous truth there. But right after that, directly after that, and remember... You can reject Jesus Christ. You have the choice. You can walk away from Jesus Christ at any time you want to. I don't believe you lose your salvation. But you certainly put question marks as to whether you were truly saved to begin with. That's why I believe in you know, once truly saved, always truly saved, because you had nothing to do with it. God did it all. It's all grace. And a lot of people use, you can lose your salvation to keep people under control and to keep people, because you know, it's, it's fear. It's fear they're going to they're gonna jettison. It's fear they're going to depart. But Jesus is the one who said, you know, I've not lost one, except the son of perdition who was never saved to begin with, Judas. But they just, the city just rejected him. And this is the, this is the, the location where he performed tremendous miracles. And remember, all deliverance, every deliverance is a miracle. They saw a man who was being tormented tremendously by the demons within him. And by the way, they're not on you. They're in you. They're in me. They're in Brother Shannon. So, they oppress from within, you could say. Now, I'm not saying there are any, you know, Satan's kingdom on the outside. Of course there are. It's both. It's not either or. It's both end. But the ones that we need to be concerned about are not the poltergeist noises. The ones we need to be concerned about that can be lethal to us are the ones inside. Verse 34 Chapter 8, right before chapter 9, verse 1, which we're going to emphasize. And behold, the whole entire city, this is the word of God, came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they accepted him with open arms and loved him. And the entire village was firmly entrenched in a revival. 
that's not what my Bible says either. And when they saw him, they implored him. That's a strong ask. They implored him to leave their region. There are people out there. And never forget, every unbeliever you know, I don't care how nice they are. I don't care how pleasant they are. I don't care how kind they've been to you. Thank God for them. Pray for their salvations. But remember, there is no in-between. They're neutral. No, 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 no. Cars, transmissions come in neutral. As well as reverse and drive. People spiritually are not neutral. But I haven't made up my mind yet. Of course you have. You were born in sin. Your spiritual father is the devil. That's why it's so easy to hate people. It's harder to love them than hate. Excuse me. It's easier to, to hate them than love them. It's harder to love them. Why? Because if you're not saved, if you're not born again, the Greek, as I've said many times, is genes anothen. It means born from heaven. Unless you're not, unless you, if, if you're just born from earth, you're lost and dead in your sins, and your spiritual father is only one person, Satan, Lucifer. That's it. Well, no, no, they haven't made a decision for Christ. No, no, no. Get that nonsense out of your head. Now, you don't walk up to them and say, you know, you're a Satanist. <laughs> but really, they are. They're, they're, they're just not full-fledged Satanists. They're doing what their father did. Rebel. Hate. Which eventually ends up in murder. Jesus said he was a murderer from the beginning. A liar. Half-truths are still lies. There are no such things as white lies or fibs. Pray for them. Bless them with salvation. Fast and pray. When's the last time you stayed up half the night praying for someone? Yeah, me neither. But they need our prayers. Chapter 9, verse 1. Again, this is the word of God. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea and came to his own city. So, he's he did leave. And that's what I wanted to point out. He, he, he did leave. Jesus, unless he's wanted... He's not going to stay. He is not going to stay where he is not wanted. And that's why in Revelation he says what? What does he say in Revelation? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man opens the door, he doesn't force his way in. As one of, one, one of my, uh, very well known by the way, Seminary professors used to put it, a systematic theology professor, 
Dr. Norm Geisler. He said that God is not a divine rapist. He never forces his love on anyone. Whether it's God the Father or God the they never force their love on anyone. When they're not wanted, when the door is not open to their hearts from the inside, they don't go. All right, let's let's in fact put it in reverse. Matthew eight twenty three. This is the word of God. When he got into the boat, so this is an earlier boat experience. Right before the Gadarene demoniac, demoniacs. It says he. The text says his disciples followed him, and behold. There arose a great storm on the sea. How many know that wherever the real Jesus is, Satan's going to be whipping up storms in your life? I appreciate what the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta, Georgia, Dr. Michael Youssef said years ago. I, I, I said, Holy Spirit, burn this into my brain so I can use it when teaching the word, the scriptures. In the in the true Christian life, he said, you're either sailing out of a storm, picture it, you're in a storm, or you're sailing into a storm. Sailing out of a storm, in a storm, or sailing into one. And the devil is extremely good at creating storms in our lives. Admittedly, some of them are self-created. But God's always there. He never leaves us. Jesus, his son, said what? I will never leave you nor forsake you. So there arose a great storm on the sea. And this is, of course, the Sea of Galilee, which I have sailed on. I've been on had the privilege so that the boat was being covered with the waves. So the waves are lapping over the, the, the bow, the stern, the side. And that water is coming into the boat. But, important adversative injun- conjunction, However, but Jesus himself was asleep. One of my form in my formative Christian years, I got saved at fourteen. So I'm in high school, and in my formative Christian years, being from New England in Boston, there was a solid Bible teacher, John DeBrine, who had a radio program from seven a.m. till 8 a.m. in the mornings. I used to listen to it on the school bus. And of course, I'd put it a little bit loud so others can hear the truth. And um, he used to say, Dr. John DeBrine, discussing how important the Bible is. 
how important the Word of God is. And people, that's what we are looking at. We are looking into the Word of God. And he often quoted when Paul says, you know, you, what I said, you didn't take as the word of men, but you t- took it as indeed it is, the word of God, which it liveth and abideth forever. People, we ought to sit up and take notice instantly as soon as the word of God is spoken. Have a respect for it like the angels. Dr. DeBrian always used, excuse me, again, you know, secondly used to say that you get tired, not of the ministry, but you get tired in the ministry. That's why they say people will wear you down, that wear you out. You got to be, you got to pace yourself. Go with the Holy Spirit's leading always. In fact, wake up in the morning. Holy Spirit, lead me today. Make this an eternal day an eternally significant day. But Jesus was so tired as man, remember, not as God the Son, but as man, that he was fast asleep. Now, if anything will wake you up, it's water. And if the water is coming over the sides, over the bow, over the stern, it's got to be waking him up. It's not because he's so tired. And of course, He's fast asleep because he knows the Father's there for him, watching him, caring for him, tending him. That's how he dealt with rejection. If you read uh, Frank Hammond's rejection booklet we have in the Agape Bible Bookroom, you're welcome to order it, agapebiblebr.com, agape, A-G-A-P-E, Bible, B-R, like it's one word, dot com. Frank Hammond's book, booklet on rejection. He makes it clear that Jesus dealt with his rejection because he was stabilized in his Heavenly Father's love. That's who he ran to. And when people reject us because of the demons in them, don't want us around them, you know what? we got to run to our Father too. And we got to run to Jesus, his Son. That's where we're supposed to be stabilized. But if you're used to running to people, you're in trouble because people will fail you. All of us have clay feet, metaphorically, of course. But Jesus never fails. God the Father never fails. He's never fa- they've never failed. They won't fail. They're not failing now, and they will never fail in the future. So Jesus is fast asleep, verse 25, and they came to him and they, you know, I'm sure they jostled him. They woke him up, saying, save us, deliver us, rescue us, Lord, we're perishing. You know, one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, of God, the Holy Spirit, is temperance, self-control. Were they demonstrating, in a good way, manifesting the Holy Spirit's fruit of self-control? 
Not at all. They weren't sitting down. Eh, maybe getting some, getting wet. You know, taking some, taking their cups and emptying the water out. No, they were panicking. They were in sheer panic. Your boat is not going to sink when Jesus is in it. And no storm will overtake us and sink us, metaphorically, when Jesus is watching over us. Verse 26, what does he say to them? He asked them a question. Penetrating question. Why are you fearing? Why are you afraid? And it's in direct proportion, because he gives the answer within the question, you men of little faith. When faith comes in the room, fear walks out. When fear walks in the room, faith walks out. And that's why we have to choose what? Fear. I'm sorry, faith, not fear. Faith, not fear. We're not to be afraid. Now, that's one of the tallest orders any of us have ever experienced. Because it's so easy to fear and so hard to faith. But fear and faith are polar opposites. And I define faith, I've always defined it as confident trust. Some of you are driving. When you got in, you didn't test the front seat to see if it would hold you behind the steering wheel. You just got in, closed the door, started up, and went in your way. You faithed that seat to hold your weight. Some of you are sitting down, or maybe just sat down, got up, and you left your chair. Same principle. And when you go down the road, you're believing, you're faithing that the other person coming in your direction won't cross over and kill you or severely injure you with a head-on collision. You're believing that they see the line, that they're going to stay on their side, right? Yeah. So much of life is we do by faith, but we've done it so often that we just take it for granted. The Bible says if the witness of men is there. The witness of God is greater. We'll believe people in court who saw a crime committed, but we won't believe God? That's crazy. God always tells the truth. Men lie and women lie a lot. Some are so used to doing it, they don't even know they're doing it. Why are you afraid, you men of little faith? And then what did Jesus do? And by the way, he didn't say this in a condemning way. He said it in a convicting way. When you hear the word of God, you should always be convicted over something. One or more things. 
I think the idiom is having your toe stepped on. If you go to a church and you never have your toe stepped on, go find another church. Or ask the Holy Spirit to fine-tune your conscience because you've possibly seared your conscience. And that's not a good position to be in. So Jesus responds by, he got up. And what does he do? Instantly. He, the text says he rebuked the winds and the sea. He rebuked the winds and the sea. And it became perfectly calm. Now we think of that and the faith necessary to do that and the power necessary to do that. Next time a thunderstorm is coming in your direction, stand out there and say, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. See what happens. As you hear the thunderclap and you run scared spitless into the house. (laughs) That's probably what I would do. The verb here used in the original is interesting in that you can translate it, be muzzled. Be muzzled. You ever seen someone walking a dog on the sidewalk or in the park and they have a muzzle around their mouth? I think the sense here is Jesus stood up on the boat. He got up, stood up. He probably, the text doesn't say, but he probably pointed his finger up into the sky and said, go lie down. The, the, The images of a dog barking. So you scold it in order to stop the dog barking. That's why when you know the original language is so much richer and the meaning is, the flavor is so tasteful. Be muzzled. Jesus is proving that like the Father in the Old Testament in the Psalms it says he you know, calms the waves, Jesus does it. He's, he's the son. He's the eternal son of God. He calms the waves too. He does exactly what the Father does. Never forget that when you're studying God's word. Always rightly divide the word of truth. 
Jesus talks to the storm like he's talking to a dog. And dogs were not then. They weren't pampered. That's why Gentiles, who as a group were seen as living filthy lives and not clothed with the truth, so they lived however they wanted to live. Defiled and dirty. That's why they were called Gentile dogs. The dogs were wild. That's why it happened, just as Elijah said, that the dogs will lick up the blood of Jezebel. They weren't pampered living inside homes like dogs in the United States today and Canada and other places. In industrialized nations. No, no, no. Not even close. And here Yeshua commands, and it's instantly done. Look what the text says. And it became, not only did did the wind stop, but the Sea of Galilee became perfectly calm. People, you know, just go and step your foot in a bathtub and step the other one in. It takes a while for that, when you sit down in the water in that tub to wash takes a while for that water to stop sloshing. Am I right? Jesus Christ, whom the Father created everything that you see through in the beginning, displayed a little bit of his power. He had power over creation. I prefer not to call it nature. Over creation. And it was on full display. And the power was so pervasive that the entire Sea of Galilee and living near Lake Erie, one of the Great Lakes, you know, the Sea of Galilee is pretty small, actually. It's more of like a, it's called Lake Gennesaret in some place. It's really like a lake. It's not that big. Yeah, for that area, yeah. I mean, where there's so little water. But compared to some of our Great Lakes, it's minuscule. But it still could bring up a potent storm. And I'm sure the devil had his claws in that one, too. But it became perfectly calm. And look at the response of the disciples in verse 27. The men were amazed. Why? That even the winds and the sea of Galilee... Obey him. 
They had never seen anything like it. And they would never see anything like it again. From us. No one could do this stuff. Except God's only begotten son. That's it. No wonder Jesus told them in Luke that your eyes, you are so blessed to have seen these things that you've seen. To have behold, in these things that you've behold. Or beheld, you've beheld, past tense. You are so blessed. My Father has blessed you beyond measure. How much would you give? Or what would you give to have been aboard this boat? This fishing boat? And seeing this with your own eyes. I'd give everything I've got to have seen this. To have beheld this. So metaphorically, what again, what kind of storms are you going through? What kind of storms are you experiencing? And by the way, be of good cheer because... There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. We've all experienced most of the same storms together. Whether it's marriage issues, marriage problems. And by the way, I think I think marriage is is in some respects a demonic setup. That is, as we enter into it, that 90% of our problems will disappear when we have a companion, we have someone else, a woman of God for the man, a man of God for the woman with us. You know, the, the, the fairy tale. And by the way, fairies are demons. So even the fairy tale set us up. You know, the the prince comes over and kisses the beautiful maiden who's asleep because of witchcraft. I mean, come out of you. Talk about the occult prevalent in these things. And with the kiss, she wakes up and her knight in sh- proverbial knight in shining armor is there and They ride off together into the sunset and live happily ever after. You've heard it, right? You've read it. Only problem is, it's it's a total lie. Well, you know what? Once we get married, or now that we're married, let's put it in that vein, that time, when we have a child, when we have that perfect bundle of joy things will change yeah you'll be doing a lot of changing 
especially at you know one seventeen in the morning. So let's see. Let me let me try to bring this down to its lowest common denominator. You've got an adult center and another adult center. Thank God they're saved. So there's hope and there's progress, you know, being made in their lives. But they're bringing into the marriage a whole lot of baggage that their parents brought into their marriage and grandparents brought into their their marriage. And they're both bad baggage, grew up in totally different homes. And, you know, that's why I counsel, do not be unequally yoked. And whatever you do, don't live together. It's a can of worms. You increase your chances of divorce. The facts, the numbers bear this out. And date for at least two years. The numbers bear these truths out. So you got a fighting chance if both of you are living lives that are surrendered to Christ and you're both born again and have the basic skeleton of values and convictions that are the same. Anything short of that, wow, I just shake my head. Because you're two sinners. Now you've discovered that you're two demonized, heavily demonized, infested sinners. And that's why Jesus gives us his prescription of the of his full gospel. Don't come against it. This it's Jesus, Christ's full gospel. It's not Shannon Davis. It's not John Gogan. It's not Win Worley's. It's not Frank Hammond's. It's not Bill Don Basham's. It's not the real pioneer, H. A. Maxwell White out of Toronto, Canada. No, 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 no. This is the full gospel of Jesus Christ from 2,000 years ago. All we're doing is trying to make it known. Stop the lies in the church that Christians can't have demons. So whatever you do, don't condemn it. Don't run it down. Because it is very precious to Jesus, who God installed as the head of the true body of saints, believers, Christians. Every Christian, the moment they're born again, is a saint, by the way, according to scripture. The Greek is hagios, holy one, hagioi. Separate unto Christ to be used by him. Revel in it. Learn as much as you can. I've been in it for a number of decades, full time, and I'm still on a learning curve. And I will be on a learning curve till I breathe my last. And so will you. Unlearn the world. Learn the truth from God's word of what Jesus Christ's full gospel is all about. 
And if you think it's out in Jesus' name and, you know, we're all set, yeah, that's all I need to know. Well, that's all you need to do in the basic areas in order to set people free. But you got to spend more time and get them free yourself. Otherwise, your demon is going to talk you out of it. Trust me, I've seen it happen many, many times to people better than me. I think when I started out, first meeting Pastor Worley in 91, he's been dead 30 years now, this December. When I first met him, and I looked around at people who were there, who were present and accounted for at his church and, and around other areas that I frequented, 90% are gone. There's only a handful left. And many flaked off early. Thank God for those who didn't. As David says, my wife reminds me, keep your eyes on the faithful in the land. Otherwise, you'll never last. You can't look at those who walk away. you got to keep your focus on the Lord, Jesus Christ, primarily. And on the Father and the Holy Spirit, of course. The triune God of Israel. Yeah. But don't keep your eyes on people. Jesus never fails, as the hymn goes. But people will fail you. You fail yourself, and you're a people. So don't be surprised. I'm kind of more surprised when they don't. And what's amazing, some of the people I thought would stick to heaven and some of the ones who I didn't think would add up, up to much have. And I praise God for that. You know, I'm wrong. I admit I'm wrong. I acknowledge when I'm wrong. I try to immediately or very quickly. Not all the time, but um, I'm getting better by God's grace. Verse 27, we already looked at it. The men were amazed. You know, people are always amazed at Jesus. Now, they may reject him. They may not like what they see. You know, the truth is life-changing. That's why the devil hates it. That's why our government in the United States, 98% of it, hate the truth. They don't like to be exposed. They don't like, what did Jesus say? Men loved darkness, and that's mankind, so that includes women as well, and children. Men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. For example, abortion. I mean, that the bottom line of abortion is, if you feel like having sex, have sex. doesn't matter what you produce. Kill it. Kill them. These lunatics on the left coast, I'll tell you, sin makes you mad. It makes you crazy. You know, if they're eight weeks out from birth, you can kill them if you don't want them. What? People, that is murder. Of course, it's murder when you kill them in the womb or you kill them outside the womb. 
But to even think that way, or to think as our culture thinks, am I right, Brother Shannon? That you can produce them in order to have sex with them. What? It's called pedophilia. What? You know, I praise God for this writer's strike. We haven't had the sewage coming out of California for four months now. That's a good point. Exactly right. And I praise God for that. You know, people aren't hearing this constant garbage from the left, you know, the left wing coconuts or just plain nuts on these late night talk shows making fun of people who have convictions and values and people who say who have, have consciences, people who have morals. Be careful of what you say and make fun of. It's going to catch up with you eventually. The Holy Spirit through Paul says what in Galatians 6? Whatever a man sows, whatever a woman sows is exactly what they're going to reap. You reap to the flesh, destruction. You reap to the Spirit, life eternal. Never, ever forget and always stand up for the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You say, well, what? where do I get my truth from? Well, you don't get it from the internet unless it's dealing with the Word of God. Be careful of things on the internet just because the internet says it. You know, it's almost like Google has become the tree of knowledge of good and evil, right? Or the internet, world. I'm fascinated. You know, the World Wide Web, www. What are we doing inside webs? Well, it's all the everything tied together. You know that it was invented. The internet was invented by the def- U.S. Defense Department. That's right, ARPA sin. Uh, yeah, by the CIA and all these lettered organizations that are corrupted with all the Satanists and all the people in it. I mean, come on. Thank God we can use it. I mean, praise God we can use it for God's glory. Praise God. There are Christians out there. But before Elon Musk, boy, they they were censoring left and right. Now they've lost that ability with Twitter. Now X, I think it's called X. And some of these places are finally learning that you can't keep on doing that. People are going to leave your leave your site, and then you go broke. Always remember, never forget, that your standard by which you're living your life is the Word of God. It's one of the three basic questions and most important questions you'll ever answer in life. Who's God? Who is God? second question is what authority are you living by third question is are you really submitted to that authority or is it cheap talk
you really submitted to your boss at work, male or female? Or do you talk behind their backs when they're not looking, not listening, not around? Submission from the heart. And of course, number one, who's God? The most important question you'll ever answer in life. Because if you're worshiping a God of your own making, if you're worshiping a God of someone else's making, if you're worshiping a demon God, you're in trouble. There's only one true God, the triune God of Israel. The triune God of the Bible. That's it. No one else. Oh, there are small G-gods, millions of them. I think there were 6.5 million just in Hinduism. They're all demons. So is Islam. Allah is a demon, ultimately. He's the moon god, worshipped well before the 6th century with Muhammad. Exactly right. And Allah has no son. So he cannot be the god of the Bible. Jehovah, Yahovah. Well stated, my brother. Amen. Praise the Lord. I wanted to mention before I leave the workshop we're having uh, two weeks from Friday night. So half a month. It's our final workshop of the year. We've had two incredibly blessed workshops for our spring in March and our summer in June. This is our final one for the year. And I would invite you to make it a priority. I go to others' workshops not because I need them. I've, this is our 86th. So, you know, we're closing in on 90 over 28 years, 29 years now, at three a year. And I've probably had, a, you know, a couple of hundred mini workshops and and uh, attending Hagel wishes to encourage them. Hundred over, well over 110. I'm, I'm, I'm just encouraging you to to be a Barnabas or a Botnabas, you know, a daughter of encouragement. Come to encourage those of like mind and like faith. And if the first question out of your mouth, well, what's it going to cost me? Um, yeah, you're starting off on the wrong, yeah, wrong square on the board. You're going to encourage. It's amazing. People will think of, think nothing of a thousand, two thousand dollars to go to the waste of time pedophilia network at Disney. They'll make reservations, spend hundreds of dollars in a week or two weeks. Thousands. They don't care. They're having fun. They only do it once a year is their reasoning. You invest in eternal things and bring some others with you. Come and enjoy Spiritual Warfare and Deliverance Conference. We begin Friday evening, September, I think it's the 8th. At 6 o'clock, and, yeah, the 8th, and we close Sunday, about mid-afternoon, Sunday afternoon. And my wife makes an amazing spaghetti 
dinner for everyone who wants to stay and attend. And I think we had about 18 or 23 last time um, who stayed for the meal, enjoyed the meal, more fellowship and, and uh, so forth. So I am telling you, be a person of encouragement. Come to encourage. Come to bless. Come to get free. Come to get healed and delivered, delivered and healed. Or maybe even come to get saved. You'd be amazed at how many people teach in Sunday school. They're not even born again yet. Associate pastors, they're not even born again yet. But praise God, I hope at least one thing blessed you today from the word and from the spending time camping out in Matthew 8 together. And Brother Shannon, as always, so good to be broadcasting the truth shoulder to shoulder with you in the full gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I forget to mention this. If you want to help us out and keep the lights on in the lighthouse here in western New York, we're right near Lake Erie, about an hour south of beautiful Niagara Falls. Been there probably 125 times over the years. Still spectacular. Uh, You can go to our website, agapebible.net, agapebible.net. On the left-hand column, you can see contribution, and you can uh, follow the instructions and uh, help us out. Uh, we need you. Same thing with Brother Shannon. Help, help, help us. We need those of like mind and like faith supporting us, because I don't think Beyonce Knowles even knows about us. Um. And we wouldn't want our money anyway because she is so demonized. And being a high priestess uh, in competition with Oprah, by the way, from what I've read, um, we're not going to get money from Brad Pitt, sadly. You know that Brad, Brother Shannon, Brad Pitt, uh, I don't don't know what happened to him, but when he was in college, he was handing out Bibles to his roommates in, 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 in in his dorm. Wow. What happened to him? You tell me. Good grief. That's it's like right. Sodom. You, you go to Sodom, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get caught up in the sin. You're going to have this be, maintain the same values. That's why you got to be careful to not be unequally yoked with people. That's right. And then who did who, who did he leave? He left what Jennifer Jennifer Aniston and and committed adultery with uh, Angelina Jolie and other witch. Right. Somewhere he got compromised. Took him out, brother. It happens to so many, and only by God's grace, mercy, and favor Amen. will it not happen to us. Amen. Thanks for, letting me, thanks for letting me on, brother. My brother, always an honor to have you. Looking forward to the next time, and for the archive tonight, is there a title you'd like to put on this episode? Let's see. Um, dealing with our own storms in life. Awesome. Dealing with with our own storms in life, you can you can uh, fine tune it, play with it, no problem. It'll work. Uh, it just came off the top of my head. I just said, "Holy Spirit, tell me what to say," and uh, He always does. Brother John, but in the meet in the meantime, God bless you, brother, and God bless uh, 
One is, more question. I'm looking forward to hearing Jemima pray one of these one of these times. And you know, I got to send you a video. Uh, speaking of that, uh, she was singing a song, and uh, we believe that she was singing in the spirit. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, please uh, do. I want to ask you this question before we go. Um, yep. Workshops. Do you have any dates on the board yet for the next Agape workshop? Well, that's the, what I mentioned. Uh, September 8th weekend is our fall and our final one ah, for, this, for this year. Okay. September 8th weekend. So that's the workshop. And, you know, even after I'm, uh, you know, off the air, feel free to push it. Let them know where we are, agapebible.net. And uh, any questions, our phone numbers at our website. Call here at the church office. Uh, it's a little over two weeks, and we still have time to send out a flyer by uh, hard copy or an email. So please, yeah, let's get the word out. Fantastic. Brother John, we love you. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you next time. Amen, brother. God bless. Likewise. Pastor John Gogan. Well, welcome, everybody. We're getting some pretty good numbers in terms of people tuning in live to these morning shows. How do you like these morning schedules? I'm getting adjusted to it finally. You know, anytime you uh, make a transition to a new schedule, there'll be a little bit of uh, transition time. And uh, I'm liking them. You know, for 13 years, uh, over 10,000 broadcasts, uh, we were doing evening shows. And uh, I decided to try something new to try to uh, reinvigorate the program and me. And so we moved to this new schedule, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, which is uh, 7 a.m. if you're in California, till we finish, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., whatever we need to do, Monday through Friday. And uh, I'm really liking it. You're noticing that we're getting shows uploaded faster than ever. We've got a couple new episodes that were just put up yesterday to the Omega Man Reloaded podcast also. I've got four in the queue to go up today so plenty of content and uh, these are programs that most of you have never heard before uh, thousands upon thousands of great full bro- full gospel broadcast for your listening pleasure they're all free okay go to my website omegamanradio.com so um, things are good we're building up momentum again we've got uh, not one but two ways to listen live MixLR where many of you are some of you have already um, explored our other live feed called IceCast the Omega Man IceCast feed which is pretty cool too and you can use either one you want uh, just don't try them both at the same time or you get uh, you get double audio <laughs> so use one or the other but uh, two ways to listen and uh, we have the uh, opportunity as I mentioned to you that were listening yesterday to bring back uh, blog talk radio I had to disengage from them. We've been using them for 13 years and had some issues. So I had to close out the old account and uh, wasn't going to go back necessarily, but I've decided, you know, we actually need a phone line again if we're going to uh, do the prophetic hotline. And I was on the phone with Prophet Scott uh, yesterday, and uh, he'll be going to Germany, God willing, on a trip. But when he comes back, uh, we want to do some shows. So we want to get him back and be able to take some calls. Also, opportunity to do the Demon Hotline again. 
so we will need a phone line. So I went back and looked, and uh, we can get a year worth of blog talk radio to cost me $400. So I'll put it out there to you, the listeners. If you want to see blog talk come back and you'd like to help sponsor that, we've already got $40 that came in. I want to thank the sister that gave that. I've got it in the um, the account. And when we get $400, i am going to buy a year's worth of blog talk radio bring it back so it also has a feature where for those of you out there um, who have to uh, be careful with how many minutes you're using on your data plan if you're listening to these shows on a phone it can get expensive I've never really listened to podcasts on a phone I always uh, like to get on a computer where then you hook into your Wi-Fi it's not an issue but many people do like the apps and listen on the phone, and it can get expensive uh, if you're listening to a lot of our programs because you burn up your minutes pretty quick. So uh, with Blog Talk Radio, we have the option to give you that phone number, and you can uh, call that number and listen live, which is pretty cool. And I'm talking for live listening. So uh, Blog Talk Radio will allow you to listen. You don't need a data plan. If you've got a telephone with unlimited long distance, you can call the blog talk dedicated number and listen live so that's another um, advantage of having that again so if you'd like to be part of that helping us uh, because I don't want to get into any monthly payments again I'm trying to uh, pay as I go when we have $400 we will do that if you want to give uh, specifically for blog talk radio you can either give a love offering and then send me an email that says put this on uh, BTR or Put it right there in the notes on PayPal or Cash App, whatever you're using. BTR, that's the code, Bravo Tango, Tango Romeo. And uh, it will go 100% to that. Otherwise, it just goes to general funds and we'll apply it wherever we need. So uh, that is an option if you all want that back. Okay, moving on. What other announcements do I need to make? Um, getting ready to do some heavy booking for September. I've already begun to reach out to people. We're going to, going to be getting on uh, Pastor Michael Thier from Hegwish Baptist Church. I'm excited to have him on. I was uh, in connection with Charlie Costello yesterday. I want to get him back. Uh, putting out uh, requests for dates from a lot of people. So as soon as I hear back, we'll be scheduling them, and we're going to have a really uh, great schedule, meaty schedule for you in September. Okay, I think that's all that I need to mention. Okay, with that, let me save this program. Of course, our website again, one-stop solution for anything you're looking for, Omega Man related, omegamanradio.com. That's been our site from the beginning. And if you can't remember anything else or how to find it, go to omegamanradio.com. If it's not there, uh, you don't need it. (laughs) Okay, let me save this. We'll be right back. 